It's Tuesday, the 25th of May, 2021. Welcome to your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, authorities race to stem a new outbreak of community-transmitted COVID-19 in Melbourne as states ramp up their vaccine rates. Plus, gold stocks surge as the iron ore miners tumble as commodity prices shift. Rules for global corporates set to change, meaning big tech should pay more tax in Australia and Crown Resorts under fire in the Victorian Royal Commission. Our lead story today, thousands of Melburnians have been told to isolate until further notice after four new community-transmitted cases were confirmed in the northern suburbs of the city. The four were all related and lived in two households. Authorities warned that after nearly three months of no new cases, Victoria needed to brace itself for more positive tests. It came as Prime Minister Scott Morrison said the idea of a vaccine passport would be put to the National Cabinet at the end of next week. A passport won't be needed to move between states, but if restrictions are imposed, as they may be in Victoria, a passport could be used to identify fully vaccinated people who could be exempt from the rules. On international borders, it's unlikely there'll be wholesale openings until the middle of next year, Home Affairs boss Mike Pizzullo said yesterday but he added that it was possible that Australia would have discussions about establishing travel bubbles well before then, notably with Singapore and Pacific countries. Meanwhile, different states are ramping up their efforts to vaccinate residents. South Australia is about to open up country clinics for anyone over the age of 16. New South Wales State Premier Gladys Berejiklian said she wanted every resident in her state to be vaccinated by the end of the year. And Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaget said the state would open 14 community hubs to help roll out COVID vaccines. In overseas news, around half of all Americans have received at least one vaccine jab, an impressive effort for a country of more than 320 million people. The country is reporting fewer than 30,000 cases a day for the first time since June last year, and deaths are relatively low. The number of hospitalised patients has fallen to their lowest level in 11 months. Compare that to India, the second hardest hit nation behind the US, which is yet to rein in COVID spread. Its daily infection rate is above 200,000. And yesterday it reported almost 4,500 deaths for the previous 24 hours. The group of seven nations are close to an accord on corporate taxation of multinationals, according to the Financial Times. Any global deal would pave the way for new levies on the world's largest companies. Under the deal, global corporations, including the tech giants, would be curtailed from shifting profits to low-tax jurisdictions. Essentially, they would have to pay tax in the countries where sales are made. If adopted globally, it would mean the tech companies would pay more tax in Australia, but potentially the local miners would pay more in China. And the US has said Americans should avoid travelling to Japan because of the widening COVID-19 outbreak, just two months before the Olympic Games are due to be held. The organisers of the Games have already banned international spectators and are still to make a decision on local fans. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. The Victorian Royal Commission into Crown Resorts continued yesterday with the company's anti-money laundering processes under scrutiny. The council assisting said that some of the gaming giant's new money laundering processes, introduced after the New South Wales inquiry into the group last year, reflected a knee-jerk reaction and were already found wanting by an independent expert. Council declared that Crown's money laundering issues were likely greater than previously thought. 
The share prices of Australia's big iron ore miners were hit yesterday after Chinese authorities indicated they'll severely punish violations in commodity markets, saying the government had zero tolerance for monopolies in spot and futures markets, the spreading of false information, price speculation and hoarding. Over the weekend, iron ore, steel, copper and aluminium firms were told that excessive speculation was a reason for the recent surge in commodity prices. It's all part of China's efforts to reduce the cost of raw materials. It hasn't worked yet, but the big miners are feeling it. Yesterday, BHP closed down 1.8%, Rio was off 2.2%, and Fortescue tumbled more than 4%. But gold miners had a good day, with the price of gold trading around the $1,880 US an ounce mark. A number of smaller miners were up between 5 and 6%, while market leader Newcrest closed up 2.7%. Gaming machine manufacturer Aristocrat Leisure said there has been a surge in people buying online games, from casino offerings to role-playing programs. While the pandemic hurt the sale of physical gambling machines, purchases of online activities jumped 29% in the six months to the end of March. An online retailer Kogan.com's share price bounced hard yesterday, ending up 15% after its 14% tumble on Friday. Investors sold the stock off after it said it was facing headwinds around inventory levels and supply chain logistics, while the pace of growth and demand has subsided. Clearly, investors thought the stock had been oversold. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.